So today, <laughs> today's one of those days where I might just freak out. I might freak out because sometimes, you know, you try to you try to maneuver your way through, you know, some of the craziness, some of the, some of the some of the the noise, and the actions around you, and you're trying to navigate through it, and it's 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 tough at times. And today's one of those days where I just want to be like, all right. I remember a story, and it was a story about a lion. I always think about this, and, and uh, oh my god, what is that dude's name? This is gonna, be, this is gonna literally Walker. What's his name? No, yeah, something Walker, right? He's he plays King of New York. Um, he's like, you're talking to my man all wrong here. Uh, I'm gonna stab you with a soldering iron. <laughs> that guy. And he says a, a lot. He says a little story, and I'm going to tell you that story today. And then I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you that story today. And you're going to have one of those episodes where I'm freaking the freak out. There's a lot of energy. I don't know if it's good or bad energy, but it's a lot of energy. So let's get it. Unleash your hustle podcast, brought to you by Unleash You Now, and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Let's grow. Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their piece. Like, who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy this software, invest in this list, create this site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. All right. So at real time right now, real time, I'm looking this up to know this person's name because now it's killing me. King of New York. I can't believe I don't remember it. He's my dude, too. King of New York. Yes, there we go. And it was a, uh, it, it was a uh, King of New York is also one of my favorite movies, one of the low key uh, favorite movies. Christopher Walken. There we go. Christopher Walken. I'm embarrassed by myself. So just so you know, I'm going to penalize myself today for not knowing that. Christopher Walken. Uh, my dude, but he tells the story, and I think he's telling the story about <clears throat> when it, I think it's like uh, Man on Fire, maybe, where he's like Denzel's best friend, and he's telling the story about this lion, this lion sleeping on this rock, right? And <clears throat> first the uh, the cubs, the baby lions, right? The the yeah, the baby lion tigers are like nipping at his toes and stuff, and he's just sitting there laying there, and they're nipping at him, right, because he's sleeping, all right, and then. Uh, the, his wife, right, the cubess, right, the lioness, sees it, and she comes over, and she starts playing with him like that, nipping on his toes and stuff, and, like, messing with his tail and stuff, and he's just sitting there looking at him, right, and then um, the uh, jackals see this, and the jackals come over, and they start, like, nipping at his toes and doing all stuff, and all of a sudden, he, like, the lion jumps up, and he kills all the jackals, right, and then everybody's like, whoa, right, and he's like, because sometimes the lion just has to remind you he's the lion, and this is this is us. The internet is the Wild Wild West. It is the Wild Wild West, and there's people on there like in the movie Tombstone, like the Cowboys, and there's people on there like Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, etc. I think I'm more of a Doc Holliday than Wyatt Earp, but you can interpret it the way you want. And here's here's there's there's so much that I want to talk about, right? There's so much that I want to go into today because it's so it's so important. Uh, the mental scape, right? Like. Uh, how are you performing in here? And then how does that show up out here? So listen, uh, I love supporting people, right? Like I love being part. I love helping. I love seeing the growth. I love seeing wins. 
right? I love people knowing that there's people putting a hand out uh, and lifting up when people get, you know, knocked down on their ass in the arena for battling. But these are things I can't stand. I can't stand, right? And these are people that you want to get away from, in my opinion, because the longer you're near them, the more damage it's going to do for you, your business, the people you care about, the people you serve, your community, right? Your family, et cetera, whatever you want to call it. They're the ones that always want your support and never support. Here's the deal. If people believe in you and they believe in what you do, they're going to believe in who you believe in. So when, and, and, and this happened, this literally happened to me multiple times the last 24 hours. So one, if they believe you, they believe the people who believe in. So if you're, if you're, you know, cool or look, appear to be cool with someone and that person does some underhanded shady shit. It's going to appear like you're cool with them doing underhanded shit and shit. Now, I know you don't control the actions of others, but other people also know, deem you as hanging out or vouching for someone willing to do that. So here's my deal. When someone does that, it's a no, cut quick, right? Like there, there's a, there's a, I cut quick. There's a, a saying that's like slow to hire, quick to fire, right? Like fire quick, cut quick, cut the cord quick, right? Like. If you see something, uh, this is one of the things that drive me crazy, right? Like my my social media feeds is not outside of Wawa, right? Or your local 7-Eleven or whatever the hell it's called now, right? Rural Farms, right? It's not like everybody can just hang out. That's not what it's about. That's not what I have it for, right? Like people always like, yo, how do you unfriend people so quick? I unfriend people quick as shit. I've unfriended people I was friends with for years and years. Why? There's multiple reasons. One, I do not go on the Facebook to have any kind of drama, right? Like I'm an in-person drama type dude. So I do not want to have drama on social media. I want to have fun, talk a little shit and hopefully uh, increase the cause and help people, right? Serve people, serve my community and, and create that community more and more. So people have more and more support, right? And so if you're, if you're, if you're going ham, right? Like if you're off the wall, like this election season, man, people are off the wall with things. And if you're off the wall, like, you're off my page. <laughs> it's easy. Why? It's because what is that serving? What is that? Do? How is that serving my people? How is that serving me? How is that serving the cause? Right? Like, how is that serving anything? Yeah, they could be them. They don't have to be them on my page. They could be them on their page, and I don't have to see it. And it's easy. Then it's no problem. They're not bothered. I'm not bothered. It's fine. People are like, no, no, you need a different opinion. No, I like, what? Like, I, I can handle different opinions. I can handle different dickheads. Right. And it's like, but also, why are you like, why are you having your people run into that? Then then. So yesterday, let me I'm all over the place. Let me try to. This is going to be a wild one. (laughs) Hang on. So yesterday, uh, someone from my friends list who's younger, uh, younger, younger in the game. And 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 you see it. Right, but uh, n- not knocking because you you everybody's younger in the game at some point, right? Hopefully, and then you keep getting older, and and you realize, and you look back, and you go, ah, shit. There's some things that aren't me, and I shouldn't have done them, right? But they a- approach someone that uh, is in our community, and they're like, hey, you know, what do you think about this, right? Well, first, don't DM me selling me, right? Like, if we didn't create a relationship, if I didn't ask for something of yours and you're just trying to DM sell me, the chances are it's not happening, right? 
Now that I don't want to support you or anything, I don't support that tactic. And if I support you right now, it makes you think that tactic is good, and now you're going to do that tactic more often. It's like a kid that freaks out in an aisle because they want a candy bar, and because they freaked out, you gave them the candy bar, and then you wonder why they freak out. You rewarded that behavior, so now they think that behavior gets them what they want. So now they have that in their pocket and says, oh, no, if I really want this, this is how I'm going to behave. And then they're going to do it because that's what I've seen done. Right? So now... So that this is not I can't reward that is even though sometimes I want to like listen there's sometimes there's sometimes I want to like there's there's people that have sent me things I've actually cared about and I'm just like I can't if I do this you're going to think this is a good method and tactic to use to approach people and it's not you didn't build the relationship you didn't have me ask for more like you didn't add value for me to want to know how you could do more Right, like it's hilarious. I sent a message to someone because I was interested in their story, uh, like two weeks ago. I was interested in, in some of their posts and their stories, and I sent a message. I was like, "Hey, I hope you don't mind that I DM you, but I have some questions." And they're like, "Yeah, what are you selling?" I'm like, "Just so you know, I will never sell in your DM, unless you literally ask me to. I will never sell." And the funniest part was every time, like we would have a conversation about something I was interested in that they do or that they're part of, and then it'd be like, "All right, so what do you sell?" I'm like, "Listen, I'm not going to sell you anything." Right, like, please stop saying that. And it, it happened like three or four times. Then, um, it, the conversation spewed into a lot, a lot of you know, techno battle, a lot of like, a lot of yabiyama, as I like to call it. And there was a lot of uh, Narnia stuff in there, a lot of nerd talk. And the, and we were like, yo, maybe we should have a call to maybe understand this better and to be able to explain parts, right? And then on the call, they were like, so what are you going to sell me? I'm like, I'm literally not selling you anything. Please stop saying that. And they're like, what can we buy from you? I'm like, yo, if you really want to buy something from us, you can look us up. You can see what we're about. You can get it. But I'm not. This is not what this is for, and I'm not turning into it. Right? And that's just my style. Now, everybody don't have to be that way. And if you're not that way, it's not like I'm like, ugh. You know? But if you do that direct message sale approach, like, you're really not my people. Where you're just like, hey, we're friends now? Here, buy this. Like, nah, go after yourself. Right? And... So it's it's hard for me because I can't roll that behavior. But anyway, they, they message someone and they're like, you know, hey, I have this coaching program. Dude, anybody, everybody, does everybody now just work with coaches? Does anyone else feel like anybody I see in the business works with coaches? It's coaching coaches. I coach coaches. I coach coaches. I coach coaches. I coach coaches to make six-figure businesses, seven-figure businesses, eight, nine-figure businesses. Coaches to find their niche, find their meaning, find their purpose, find their way, build their business. Right? It's just like, holy shit. Like, everybody just works with coaches? Like, is they, is they the biggest marks in the game right now? Anyway, so the <laughs> they, they are the biggest marks in the game. Look at that. I came, came back with some of my old-school talk. But it's... Uh, and. You know, uh, they were like, nah, I'm with, I'm like, I'm really down with Unleash You Now. And, and, and some of the things I signed up for there, I get coaches and I, I just really dig what they're doing. So I'm kind of just staying with that. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, with me, you know, this. And it, as soon as you start doing that, right? Like, well, they're this, but you, you could do better. You don't know shit about me. All right. And, and not, not only that, you don't know shit about our product, our programs, how we do it. Like, you know, you've never done business with us. You don't know a motherfucker that did do business with us. So, like, here's the deal. You do not have to pump yourself up by trying to beat us down because I don't get beat down easily. But anyway, next point, right? And it's like, and then he's, like, going in, like, yeah, you know, that's cool of you to have that style. But just saying, like, you do this. Like, shut up, dude. Right? Like, 
so clearly uh talk about this is this is where this is where like just take i'm taking myself out of this equation like he wasn't talking to someone or about unleash you now because i'll definitely stand some ground for unleash you now and the people in it the community in it shit shit i want to see someone get rebellious talk some shit to the community and unleash you now see what's up but the here's here's this approach just the message alone. I'm taking myself out of the equation. Unleash you now. The equation. Like I don't even know the person this happened to. This person sent a message. The person he sent the message to is telling you that loyalty matters to them, that their community matters to them, that they enjoy what they're part of. Your response is no. But anyway, like clearly, you didn't give a damn what that person said. You didn't give a damn what your client said. You were just worried about the sale. You didn't care about the, what the person said. Here's what you do if you actually want to, like, even if you want to bullshit your way through this. When that happens, you read your person and you go, "Oh, that's an amazing trait. I I love that trait. Like, that's I'm all about that. Anybody, anybody, and everybody that's ever supported me, I try to make sure they know I care and love and, and support them too. So I really dig that you're about that because that's a lost trait and a lost art. Not a lot of people have that." Right, right. Then I connected at a level of something important to that person. He had that opportunity. He didn't take it. What he did was go. Well, you know, hold on. Let me tell. No, now you're trying to force me to your shit. Now it's a conflict. Now you're trying to sell me, and no one likes being sold to, because trying to sell means convincing. All right. Trying to serve isn't. If you're trying to serve, you're not trying to sell. And right there, that approach is just like you lost the person in which you're talking to. You fought them on an issue rather than supporting them on it. It's like, and when I say young in the game, that's a young in the game mistake. You missed it. They gave you a page of their playbook. They said, listen, this is what's important to me. Loyalty. These people supported me, so I want to support them. Your approach is now, nah, fuck that. Like, that, that's stupid. Like, clearly they're not going to. And I don't use the word stupid a lot. Normally, I, if you hear me say silly, I want to say stupid. And I'm trying to be polite. So if I say stupid, it's an ungodly stupid mistake. And right there, you were just like, you said what's important to them. And you pushed your agenda. Like, are you, what? Like, what are you doing? Right? Like, who taught you this? Who teaches this method? It's stupid. Like, that's not going to sell anyone. Don't fight them on their thing serve them and if you serve them you can show listen i numerous times when i'm serving when i'm talking with someone i'll crush thoughts and beliefs i'll crush them i don't do it by fighting them on it <laughs> i don't do it by like no that's dumb no what you really should do is no that what what i really should do is kick you in the ball sack right it's like it's that's silly right like don't do that you saw they gave you a piece of their playbook and you threw it out to try to get, try to give them a piece of yours. What are you doing? Right? Like, and that happens in so many different spaces and so many different areas. It's like uh, uh, we were talking about uh, purpose and uh, like there was the three P's, right? We were talking like people, product, and and price. And then the debate became purpose, people's products, and price. And I said, N- no. And everybody's like, why would you say no? I'm like, no, nah, it's not. Normally your people will show your purpose. Your product is the purpose in which you're trying to achieve. That's the result, right? I want to help entrepreneurs survive and thrive, right? My products is my purpose. 
That's to accomplish my purpose. My result is my purpose. Right? I want to save people's lives. Like I want to end suicide. What I do, my product or my programs, is to, to, to do that. Why do I want to do that? Because I saw people killing themselves. It's a, if I was never, if I never came across the people, it's like people that like fight for dogs, right? Like die hard fight for dogs. And listen, I'm not knocking it, right? I, I have eight dogs or something, seven now. I think one passed away this summer. The, the idea is like they fell that way. They fell for them because they ran into them, right? Like they got a dog and they're like, oh my God. And they went to a pound and saw the dogs and they're like, oh my God, look at these beautiful things. Oh my God, how could anyone do this? Right? Like. It's you, you normally encounter it to feel it. And you either encounter it by it happening to you, someone you care and love, or someone you come across. And it's like, that, that's how you're, so you meet them and then you realize like, oh, I could help these people and I care. And this is my purpose. And then that creates your product or program. And then, then you create your price to it. Right, because here's the deal. I I have no shame in this game saying this. I want you to serve your people at such a fucking high level that you change their life. I want you to charge such a price that you have the freedom to do so anytime you want. That you have the freedom to impact anybody and everybody at any moment. That's what I want. Right, and I don't feel bad saying it. And that's what I want for me. That's what I want for the people around me. That's what I want for the people in the Unleash You Now family. I want them to impact and serve so greatly. And to be able to do so at any moment they feel fit, desire, or want to. And all the damn time if they want to. And not have to worry about, oh shit, but I still have to pay bills. Right? I want them to have the financial freedom and security to impact, serve all freaking day, every freaking day, at any day. Right? And then and then uh, people, uh, like, <laughs> people are talking about communities, right? And like. The art of the sale is a relationship. What brings people to you can be a million other things. Listen, there's people that have been brought to us by other people that that was not because we formed a relationship with that other person. We didn't even know them. We had a relationship with this person. Why? Because they saw the community. They wanted to be part of it. And they trusted it. Listen, community builds social proof. Why did so? And, and I never said all communities are good. I never said all communities are good. There are horrible communities. Right? Like the KKK is a horrible community. If you're listening to this and that offends you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I'm not apologizing for that. Right? Like the, the the Nazi party under Hitler was an awful community. But how? why did so many people go along with that? Why? Because they saw more people going along with it and they thought it was right. First it was fear and then the other people were like, oh, no, I guess this makes sense. Right? Like, look, everybody's doing it. Must be must be right. Right? Like it, someone sees social proof. Someone sees someone throw a stone. Other people throw the stone. Social proof. Why is it most, almost every day people can walk by stores, right? Almost every day, every day, just walk by these stores, right? Every day, walk by a Walmart, walk by mom and pop shops. Why is it every day? All of a sudden, somebody throws something through a window. People start looting and burning buildings and other people start doing it. They walk by these buildings every freaking day for years. All of a sudden, these two days they do it. Why? Because they saw someone else do it. Social proof. It made them feel like you're right. This is right. Right? Like they're screwing us. They don't care about us. It's time that we respond. And then they respond. 
Because they saw someone do it. Why do people pay people to go start it? Because they need social proof. A community builds social proof. So if you have a community, I believe you're not a dickhead. Now, how do you build a community? Great question. That's a good question. How do you build a a community? By serving. By not trying to sell first, by serving first. You know how many clients I did for absolutely fucking free before I charged for one? Hundreds. I did hundreds of coaching sessions before I charged. Why? Because then I had hundreds of social proof of what I could do. But people are like, no, I need to make my money now. I'm like, well, okay, go try. All right, and then beat your head off a wall because you're not really selling that much. Uh, sorry, right? Like, the, the, there's, there's only so many ways to do this, right? There's, there's multiple ways, but there's only so many. But it's what's important to you. I knew what was important to me was building that community, serving that community, letting that community know that what I would do and how I cared and how I loved them and how I would support them. How would add value to them? And I would value, I would add value to them for absolutely nothing. That's why I love when someone questions like, oh yeah, you really care about your people? Shit, I don't need to respond to that. Look, ask my people. Ask my people. There are people, listen, like I'm like there are people I spent and and I'll go twofold on this, both sides of the coin. And then that's how you know people care about their people. I spent countless hours on the phone with people that have been going through some kind of situation, right? I've flown across the country to be there with people when they were going through certain situations, right? Like I, I have been on FaceTime with people. I have sent gifts. I have, I, I bought people cars and jams, dinners and jams, right? Like courses when they, I knew it could help them, right? And support them and both support both people, support the person taking the course and the person selling the course, support both of them, right? It's why that I'm not doing that to my own horn. I can do that without you, right? Why is because I'll support my fucking people to the end. So when someone says, oh, yeah, you really support your people, I'll take a step back. Let me show you what kind of people I have. They'll tell you. Right? Because I don't need to tell you. They will. Most. Some won't. And that's fine. That's them. Right? Like, I I have people that won't say I did a damn thing for them because whatever is going on in their life. And that's fine. Right? Like, I I don't do it for the award or the accolade or the high five. I do it because I always want to show I'm real and about what I say I'm about. Because at the end, you might hate me, but you're not going to hate me because I was fake with you. Right? Like, at the end, it wasn't because I bullshitted you. You might hate me, but it's not because I bullshitted you or I was fake or I wasn't real. I wasn't what about what I said I was about. Anything like that. But all these approaches, and, and at the end of the day, here, at the end of the day, I have to. It's, it's written in my skin. I have to defend my people. I have to look out for my people. I have to support my people. I don't go, oh my God, I really got to make this product better. No, I go, how can I help? How can I serve this person better? And that makes me then create better products. And that makes me then create different products or programs. I say, how can I love them more? How can I give more? Those are questions I ask. How can I know my person more at a deeper level? How can I support them greater? Are you asking those questions? And when someone gives you a page of their playbook, take the fucking page. Don't be a dickhead. All right. I ranted enough. It was all over the place, too. Thank you for dealing with me today. <laughs> As always, go show the word of greatness. Paint your masterpiece. Peace, love, and happiness. Till the next time, we out. Unleash Russell Podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Peace. We out. We out. We out. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber, brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.